This Eucharistic retreat, entitled The Eucharistic Lord and Our Lady Answers for Our Times, was given by Father Zachary Solt and the Knights of the Holy Eucharist, October 2nd to 4th, 2020, at Our Lady of Good Counsel Retreat House, Waverly, Nebraska. These and other recordings are available at our website, goodcounselretreat.com. We begin this retreat, which is entitled The Eucharistic Lord and Our Lady Answers for Our Times. And it's appropriate we begin this retreat with the Holy Sacrifice, the Mass, which is a divine answer for our times. We are beyond human solutions. All of our human solutions continue to make things worse and worse and worse. I guess it's always been that way ever since sin entered the world, but right now it sure seems to be heightened. And so we look to God. And that's all our Heavenly Father is asking us to do. Turn to him. Trust in him. Today we celebrate the feast of the guardian angels, one of the great ways our Father takes care of us, showing us a personal love, concern, care, kindness, and providence by giving each and every one of us our own guardian angel. Every person that's ever been born or will be born has a guardian angel. Now, that angel actually made a choice because the angel has free will. It's a pure spirit. Angels are pure spirits, but they have an intellect and a will. And they could choose to accept God's will or refuse. Those who refused became fallen angels known as demons. But those who accepted are your guardian angels. And they were created by God for you. That's just part of his goodness. These amazing spiritual beings with angelic intellects, angelic natures, angelic abilities. We all know the beautiful prayer that we should pray every day. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom's God love commits me here, ever this day be at my side to light and guard, to rule and guide. And they will enlighten us if we allow them to. Angels have the ability to understand concepts. They just perceive a concept. And to the extent of the knowledge that they have based on their species, each angel is its own species, but they can share information. The higher angels can share information with the lower angels or actually the higher celestial choirs and the higher angels can do that. There's nine celestial choirs, seraphim, cherubim, thrones, dominions, powers, virtues, principalities, archangels, and angels. Our guardian angels are all from the choir of angels and they know us. They care for us. They love us. They chose to love us. They want our good, which is that we have communion with God. That's just amazing. These amazing creatures of God. And they'll help us praise and thank God. And that's where I want to start this retreat and actually end it and, and actually live my whole life in praise and thanksgiving. Praise is just praising God for who he is and thanks is thanking God for what he does. Praise is actually higher. That's what we'll be doing for all eternity, praising and thanking God, right? The most holy trinity. And so our guardian angels can help us 
praise and thank God for the gift of the Eucharist. They marvel at the Eucharist. Right here in this church, we, we have the image of a couple of angels. Now, remember, angels don't have bodies. We as humans need images, holy images, to help us climb to holy things. But angels are pure spirits. Now, they have wings when we see them depicted. That's because of the way they can travel. Spirits can just travel, you know, with a thought. And many times they're pictured as little babies to image the fact that they're eternal, eternally young. But we have them here in in these beautiful statues before the tabernacle where our Lord is really, truly, and substantially present body, blood, soul, and divinity in the most holy Eucharist. We'll be going into those seven aspects of the Eucharist, a divine answer for our time. The body, the blood, the soul, the divinity of Christ, really, truly, and substantially present. Wow. They're depicted as worshiping our Lord, which is what they want to teach us to do. Worship our Lord. And worship includes sacrifice, but the the Eucharist actually gives us the strength to sacrifice. We'll be going into that as well because the Eucharist is Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, but also his resurrection, his whole Paschal mystery. And the angels will help us to recognize the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. They'll help us live our faith. Faith is what's needed, not fear. We'll be going into that as well. Now, for those of you at home watching this, you're, you're saying, well, Father, you're talking about the things we'll be going into. You know, what, what's going to help me right now? Well, what's going to help you right now is your guardian angel is going to help you give praise and thanks to the Most Holy Trinity, And let's begin. Let's ask our guardian angel to help us praise and thank the Trinity the way they do. Let's look at the Apostles' Creed because the articles of our faith are marvels of God's love and mercy and providence and goodness But first of all, we recognize who God is. He's the supreme good. He is existence himself. His essence is perfection. His existence and essence are the same. He's the supreme being. And so in the the Nicene Constantinople Creed, we begin... I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. There's a lot right there. Visible and invisible. Some say that 90% or more of what God created is invisible. Invisible realities, in many cases, are more real than visible realities. Now, the visible realities are real, but they're temporary, they're passing. Whereas God is eternal, and his truth is eternal, and his truth is a person, Jesus Christ. And who you are in God's eyes are the beloved. But before we even get to what God creates out of nothing, first we should recognize God is three divine persons, one God, a communion of love, perfect charity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we believe in one God, the Father Almighty, That's very important this time to really believe in the true God. There's only one true God, the most holy Trinity. 
There's no other God. No matter what might be said out there by those who follow the spirit of the world or follow the lies of hell, there's only one true God, the Most Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Just like there's only one true church, the Holy Catholic Church that Jesus Christ established, born from his side as he poured out water and blood to establish the sacraments and their power. But I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. That's what's going to help you if all you see is this homily or hear this homily tonight. Believe in God, the Father Almighty. We don't say the Father sometimes mighty, the Father partially mighty, the Father mighty when he wants to be, the Father who's mighty when he's awake. <laughs> he never sleeps. He's God, and he's our Father. And our Father's got it handled. Our Father's got it in control. But we just need to get out of the way, and that's what the angels will teach us. These amazing beings, amazing creatures, they surpass our human nature on a natural level. The angelic nature is superior to the human nature. Now, by grace, we're going to participate in God in a special way and, and be in communion with God, and, and that's all a gift. But on a natural level, in the way God created, angelic nature is so far superior to our human nature and yet these amazing beings are happy to serve us because in serving us, they're serving God. There are some lessons they can teach us. We serve and love others because in serving and loving others, we're serving and loving God, right? And the best way to serve and love other people is to bring them to the true God. And so we can go to the Apostles' Creed and, and really we can actually use the whole rosary, which we're, we're also recognizing that an answer to our time is Our Lady. And we're in the month of the Most Holy Rosary, October. And we begin the rosary by making the sign of the cross by which we were saved. And I'll go more into the the meaning of how the love of the Father comes to us in the Son and the Holy Spirit lets us love people from east to west, all the way back to Adam, all the way forward to the second coming of Christ. But we recite the Apostles' Creed. And so I'd like you to really reflect on the Apostles' Creed with your guardian angel. Just imagine your guardian angel taking in these concepts, taking in these concepts and helping you He's going to enlighten you. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. They marvel that God created them. And they're going to help you marvel that God created you. And he knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Go to the book of Jeremiah, right? And he knows his plans for you. Goodness, 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 because God is good. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, Wow, the angels marvel at all of that, those mysteries. The second person of the Trinity who they behold in heaven, his majesty, the second person of the Trinity, the eternal son of God, in the fullness of time, is born of a woman, born under the law, to deliver from the law those subject to the law so we might receive our status as adopted sons. Galatians 4.4. 4. <laughs> that God would empty himself and come into the womb of a human person who was properly prepared to be the mother of God so she was immaculately conceived. That shows God's wisdom. But she's a human person who becomes the mother of God 
because she's the mother of Christ. And since Christ is God, she's the mother of God. And the angels marvel at the mystery of Mary. Your guardian angel marvels at the mystery of Mary. And that was just at her conception and her birth. And then her serving Jesus her whole life and in all the mysteries of the rosary. And we'll go through that tomorrow. We'll, we'll have our angels be with us throughout this, this whole weekend and our whole lives. But, but going to each mystery of the rosary, looking at the mystery with the eyes of your guardian angel, just being amazed. See, angels learn by God infusing knowledge into them. And then they can share knowledge with each other. They would, they would like communicate by their will to another angel's will. And through the prompting of that will, then they can open up their intellect to what could be communicated. But God infuses knowledge in the first instance. But then they can also observe and learn. But they can't touch things like this this ambo and say that's hard they don't have bodies so they, they don't have they, they can't touch it and learn this is hard but they can watch and learn and they watched all these mysteries of the rosary and they're going to help you pray the rosary with your guardian angel and really learn how to enter into how mary was totally committed to jesus christ and that's the answer for our time let us be totally committed to christ if we're totally committed to Christ, everything's going to work out, honestly. So, so far, we've, we've made two major points. The answer for our time is our Lord Jesus in the most holy Eucharist, our Eucharistic Lord. And the answer for our times is our Lady who serves our Lord, our Eucharistic Lord. Okay, and who's going to help us understand this plan? Well, of course, the Holy Spirit is the primary one, the third person of the Trinity, but our guardian angels are good spirits that will help us understand. Our Father has everything handled, and God loves us so much, he came and he was born for us. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. Now... After the angels marvel at that alone, at the birth of Christ, you know, the third joyful mystery, the angels are singing glory to God in the highest and peace to people of goodwill. The angels are singing at this mystery that this majestic God becomes a little baby. And they're watching and they're learning and they're seeing how Mary's united with him on the whole journey. After a great public ministry, after living 30 years and in a holy family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and showing us how families should live, Jesus has a wonderful public ministry, revealing divine truth, working miracles, casting out demons, but ultimately he goes to the cross. So he was suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. There's a lot right there. The angels are just like awed at all of it. Your angel will help you be awed at it. Not only does the second person, the Trinity, God, the eternal word, assume our human nature and is born for us and have a wonderful public ministry. He goes to a cross and dies. The angels are just... Everyone is silent at the, the awesomeness of this mystery. Oh, yes, it's a mystery we need to understand, especially in this time. That's why it's... The Eucharistic Lord is an answer for our time. And because in the Eucharist, we have the Lord's suffering, death, burial, resurrection, and ascension. That's all in the Eucharist. That's all in the Eucharist. That's his Paschal mystery. And the angels are awed at this. And the victory that Jesus has. 
On the cross, Jesus conquered all our enemies, sin, Satan, death, the flesh, and the world. Those are our enemies, sin, Satan, death, the flesh, and the world. They have no power over us anymore. The two main things human beings fear are suffering and death, and Jesus conquered those. That's why the Eucharist is an answer for our times, because right now it seems like people are giving the enemy back the weapons that Jesus took from him. What are those weapons? The fear of suffering and the fear of death. I understand the seriousness of a pandemic, but I'm more concerned about the death of my soul. And let's live in reality. We're all going to die at the appointed time. Some people almost act like prior to COVID, people didn't die. That's not reality. Now we pray for an end to this plague, this pestilence, this merciful correction, trying to get us to turn to God, and the angels will help us turn to God. But the point is, suffering can become redemptive suffering with the cross, and the angels will teach us. And so Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. There are the four last things, death, judgment, heaven, and hell. Let's get ready. That's part of the blessing of actually what's going on right now. To realize that there's going to be death, judgment, heaven, and hell. Let's be in a state of grace. That's very important. Our Lady stood at the foot of the cross she knows how to suffer in silence. Our Lady of Sorrows will teach us how to do God's will and trust God in the midst of a mystery of redemptive suffering. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Wow, the third person of the Trinity. You need to have a deep relationship with him. Your angels will help you. Pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Be enlightened by the Holy Spirit. Live a life of virtue. Apply the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, fear the Lord. To put wind in your sails so you can live a life of beatitude. Now is the time for virtue and sanctity. Our Lady is known as the spouse of the Holy Spirit, the temple of the Holy Spirit. We're temples of the Holy Spirit. Mary, our mother, an answer for our time will help you receive the Holy Spirit. She's, all graces come to us through Mary because Jesus came to us through Mary. That's God's will. It's because it was God's will. Jesus came to us through Mary. Jesus wants us to return to him through Mary. But also Mary will obtain blessings and graces from the Holy Spirit for you and a relationship with the Holy Spirit and your guardian angels will help you. I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints. We have a whole communion of saints. You know, speaking of our guardian angels, I mean, do you really realize there's a whole civilization of beings that are there ready to help us? Those nine celestial choirs, the holy celestial choirs, that is. Yes, there's fallen angels, but that was one-third that fell. Two-thirds are there to help us. A whole civilization of holy celestial choirs. I think we're in good hands. And that's just part of the gifts that God provides. You see, all of these things that I've been sharing with you are identifying who God is how the angels marvel at what God does and help us understand the marvelous providence of God. And there's your answer for these times. Focus on God and his plan and his providence and his goodness. This is from your father who sends the only begotten son to give us a new life. 
life, abundant life, eternal life. Don't give up the life running around in fear. And now we have the Holy Spirit guiding us, enlightening us, strengthening us. He who is in us is stronger than he who is in the world. Amen? I hope we believe that. Victory is assured. Oh, yes, this is the valley of tears. Amen? I've cried. I've shed my share of tears. But keep on moving forward. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. Thank God that our sins can be forgiven. We don't have to carry those around. We just need to give them to Jesus. Go to the sacrament of penance. Confess your sins. Ask for forgiveness. Get that done now. I believe in the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Your guardian angels will help you understand the great providence of your Father, the, the great love of Jesus Christ, the eternal Son who assumed our human nature and was born for us, died for us, and remains with us in the Eucharist. He will not leave us orphans. And the great friendship of the Holy Spirit. Your guardian angel will help you. Praise God and thank God. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That's what the Holy Spirit speaks through St. Paul. These are answers for our times. Do you understand, my brothers and sisters? Yes. Is a time for tears? And there's the mystery of suffering. But your guardian angel will help you understand that there's a bigger plan. A bigger plan. An eternal plan unfolding. And we just need to cooperate with the graces and strive to remain in, in a state of sanctifying grace, which means participating in the life of God, seeking the presence of God, and living a life of faith, hope, and charity. We'll be going into all of these things. But today, in a special way, I ask you to thank God first and foremost for his tender love, for the fact that he actually has shown his personal love for you by assigning you an angel to be your guardian and mentor. St. Basil wrote that by each of us stands an angel as protector and shepherd leading us to life. That's a paraphrase of the Catechism of the Catholic Church 336. The reality of the guardian angels is one of the great consoling and inspiring truths of our faith. From infancy to death, our human life is surrounded by their watchful care and intercession. That's Catechism of the Catholic Church, section 336. And so St. Bernard says that we should respect their presence. We should have a devotion to their loving service, confidence in their protection, and let us recognize they are loyal, prudent, and powerful. Wow. We have a great God. And God is so good. He gives us a guardian angel to help us. The answer for our times, though, is our Eucharistic Lord and Our Lady, and we'll be going into that. May Our Lady, Queen of the Angels, intercede for all of you to help you have a real faith in the real presence of Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist and to live the Apostles' Creed the articles of our faith in a way that gives glory to God. Amen.
We now stand to place our prayers and petitions before the throne of the Most Holy Trinity with faith and confidence as we place them in the hands of the Blessed Virgin Mary to present to God on our behalf. That the whole world will turn to God, we pray to the Lord. That human beings humble themselves and through prayer, and petition, and fasting, and almsgiving. Be open to the graces that God wishes to provide us, we pray to the Lord. Lord For our Holy Father and the leaders of the church, that they may shepherd us rightly by teaching us the truths of our faith clearly, and by living those truths and giving us example, we pray to the Lord. Lord. Government leaders that will respect life as sacred from conception to natural death, respect marriage between one man and one woman, and guarantee religious liberty, we pray to the Lord. Lord. For the sick and the suffering, especially those who are suffering from the COVID-19 virus and for the strength of all their loved ones and healthcare providers. We pray for their recovery, but if it be God's will, we pray that they be prepared to have a happy death. We pray to the Lord. For everything in the united hearts of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, everything the Holy Spirit would have us pray for and that the Father's will is accomplished in time and eternity as well as for the relief and the release of the holy souls in purgatory, we pray to the Lord. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ, who reveals your tender, merciful love and your truth to us. Anoint us in the Holy Spirit to have faith, not fear. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Ave verum, corpus natum, de Maria Virgine. Vere passum, immolatum, in cruce promine. Uius latus perforatum, fluxit aqua et sanguine. Estonobis pregustatum, Mortis in examine. O Jesu, dulcis. O Jesu, Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, the offerings we bring before you as we venerate your holy angels and graciously grant that under their constant protection, we may be delivered from present dangers and brought happily to life eternal through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord 
Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, and to praise you without end in your archangels and angels. For the honor we pay the angelic creatures in whom you delight redounds to your own surpassing glory. And by their great dignity and splendor, you show how infinitely great you are to be exalted above all things through Christ our Lord. Through him, the multitude of angels extols your majesty, and we are united with them in exultant adoration, as with one voice of praise we acclaim. Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus Dominus Deus Sabbath, You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying... Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Mysterium Fidei, Mortum Tuam, Annunciamus Domine, Et Renuam Resurrectionem Omnitemur Donec Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. 
Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church in recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with the guardian angels, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth. With your servant Francis, our Pope, and James, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world, to our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life. Give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor. At the Savior's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our sin and save from all distress. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Agnus Dei, quitolis pegata mundi, miserere nobis. Agnus Dei, we told this Pekatamundi, Miserere Nobis, Agnus Dei, We Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
thou shouldst come to me, but speak the words of comfort, my spirit, and humbly I'll receive thee. A bridegroom, no more my sin to grieve thee, or fly thy sweet control. Oh, come on, in sorrow and in pain, come eat this bread from heaven, thy peace and strength regain, eternal Holy Spirit. Unworthy though I be, prepare me to receive him and trust the word to me. Increase my faith, dear Jesus. In thy real presence here, and make me feel most deeply that thou to me art near. Jesus Christ, on this first Friday, making reparation to your sacred heart, I offer this Holy Communion in reparation to your sacred heart for the, all the outrages, indifferences, and offenses which you have received in this sacrament and from your beloved children. I offer this to you with the love of Our Lady through her immaculate heart. Amen. Let us pray. As you are pleased to nourish us for eternal life with so great a sacrament, O Lord, direct us by the ministry of angels into the way of salvation and peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Benedicat vos omnipotens Deus, Pater et Filius et Spiritus Sanctus. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, Lift 
tie the cross, the love of Christ proclaim, till all the world adore his sacred name. Come, Christians, follow where the Master trod our King victorious Lift high the cross the love of Christ proclaim till all the world adore his sacred name. Led on their way by this triumphant sign, the host of God in conquering ranks combined. Lift high the cross, the love of Christ proclaim till all the world adore his sacred.